Hello there. Welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life, a bonus one this. Thank you to my employers from Sky Sports for letting me share this UFC preview with you that I filmed on the Sky Sports YouTube page, or well, filmed it and then put it up on the Sky Sports YouTube page with Gloucester legend, former UFC fighter, now MMA trainer based in Gloucester, Mark Weir, ahead of Justin Gaethje's challenge to Khabib Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov, got it. <laughs> a bit earlier in the morning here to, to get out the Russian's surname, but the defending champ, 28 and 0. Uh, Khabib going up against the American Gaethje in uh, in Fight Island, on Fight Island this weekend off Dubai. And very interesting to get Mark Weir's thoughts and breakdown of this. It's, I think, the biggest match probably in UFC in mixed martial arts maybe since the lockdown because Khabib was due to fight Tony Ferguson. Gaethje ended up fighting and got an interim title. Khabib lost his father in July. Complications from COVID, even though I think the COVID was May, he suffered from that, but only 57 years of age, his father. So Khabib Nurmagomedov goes into the first fight since then. So it'd be interesting to see how he can handle that. Um, so I hope you look forward to this. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you to the sponsors of the podcast as ever, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. Check out Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham on Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere else. Jason Briggs. We'll get in touch with you, the uh, CEO, boss man, leader, very convivial guy. <laughs> that makes him sound quite intimidating, doesn't it, boss man? Uh, but he's a lovely guy, big football fan, big man you fan, actually. Uh, so get in touch with those guys if you want any home entertainment system solutions through Serene AV. It's not just bangers and equipment they can source, by the way, which I guess is an important part, important point to make. Thank you to cytoplan.co.uk. Cough and cold season's upon us. The nights are drawing in. It's certainly difficult to get vitamin D out there sometimes, isn't it, at the moment? Well, it's looking fairly bright this morning at coming up to 9am here in Cheltenham in the west of England. But uh, I think my father in particular, Dr. Mark Draper, who's been a steward for us in terms of our health and nutrition. He's trained in micronutrition, lectured, and he's very much an advocate of, of taking supplements to boost our intake, particularly if you have a relatively low caloric intake. And most of us do because we're relatively sedentary compared to human beings of past eras. And he's uh, he's recommends Cytoplan's food-based supplements company not far from here, just outside of Malvern in a village called Hanley Swan, picturesque place, lovely pond there, beautiful willow trees around it, They're just outside of the main main part of the village. Uh, but he recommends Cytoplan's food-based supplements. There's a new one, actually, Immune Complete. And we go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk, you can get 10% off with my discount code, Draper, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, the number's one zero, so Draper 10, and then the capital letter R. So it's Draper 10 R with all the letters, capital letters. You get 10% off. Okay, so here it is. So Justin Gaethje's challenge to Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, Gaethje's ending up uh, forcing a stoppage against Tony Ferguson with some wonderful counter-punching. But could that be his undoing if he's too wild against Khabib Nurmagomedov, this uh, Russian wrestling phenomenon from Dagestan, the mountains of Dagestan? <laughs> Fascinating character, intimidating character. Great match in USC this weekend. Hope you like this preview with Mark Weir. He's very knowledgeable, very detailed. And just a warning, he will talk about, I suppose, violence in essence, but it's in the context of the sport and the rules of the sport and the mixed martial arts allowed in the sport. So just a, a heads up, um, if you prefer your health and fitness podcast that I do, perhaps leave this one. But just see what you think. He's a good guy, Mark, and he's, he's very intelligent at breaking this down. Here he is, Mark Weir. 
Hello there and welcome along to another Mixed Martial Arts conversation for Sky Sports. Looking ahead to the main event of UFC 254 this coming weekend, Khabib Nurmagomedov defending his lightweight title against Justin Gaethje on Fight Island. Very pleased to say former UFC fighter Mark Weir joins us once again to look ahead to this. Mark, fantastic to speak to you. I don't want to raise expectancy to unprecedented levels or put too much pressure on you, but you're coming off a fantastic prediction for us in the Israel adesanya Paulo Costa fight. That was, that was pretty much like you, you read the stars there, didn't you? Thanks, Ed. They should have uh, hired me for in his corner. Uh, I caught it to a T. It was such amazing. It was like, it was exactly as I thought it was going to go. Brilliant. And how excited are you now about this one as, as well? Gaethje taking on uh, the force of nature is Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yes, it looks like it's quite predictable in some people's eyes, but some people are on the fence with this one. But I'm going to make a few predictions on this and I see if I, uh, I, I get it on, on point like I did last time. Yeah, what do you think about the with Khabib? 28-0 going into his 29th fight. Tell us how hard it is to have an undefeated record like that in the well, world of mixed martial arts at the elite him, level. I think for him, he's trying to leave the sport as the best ever, which if you do that, um, it'll, it'll definitely go down in the history books that it can never be, um, I can see, said that he, someone was better than him. Uh, they did that, obviously, with boxing. They had that, the Mo Rocky Mon uh, Monciano, mm. uh, undefeated. And there's always a speculation that this could beat him. This, but and to, if no one's there to actually beat him at his time, you, that, that question is always going to be there. And Khabib wants to do that, I, I believe, anyway. He wants to leave unscathed. Does Gaethje represent his toughest challenge to date, do you feel? Yeah, oh yeah, but what you're going to remember, they keep saying that with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Gaethje, I think the last fight he had with Tony Ferguson, I know I hear a lot of people talking, but with the lockdown and the coronavirus, was Tony Ferguson at his best? Uh, everybody said that they had a break and sometimes it affects people more than others. Mm. So although he did an amazing job, it was great. And he looked, you know, the way he was coming in and out, picking his shots. Uh, every time he threw something, he came back with his combination. That was uh, the way he thought was amazing. But in saying that, Khabib did knock down McGregor. So he's got a good stand-up game as well. An unexpected stand-up game. Uh, the way he came through was like a MMA sport background where it's, he's, got, he's always done stand-up and he's always done wrestling, but wrestling stands out more for everybody else because of what he does, again, especially mm. when he takes you against the cage and he grinds you down. Mark, it's been, it's been quite a tough year for Khabib. He had the Ferguson fight called off, of course, has been the pandemic, but then he lost his father amidst it all as well. This is the first time he won't have his father's influence on fight night. How significant could that be, how he coped with that psychologically, that whole process? Yeah, it's not a thing anybody wants to go through. Um, well, obviously, thoughts go out for him for that. But as, it's like it's a, he's a fighter. So the main thing he's going to try and do is focus on the fight. It's going to be hard because he's going to, he's going to have that sense that his father's not around. And it's just uh, make it, obviously, he's going to have, it's a new situation he's in. So when he wins, he normally turns to his corner, looks towards the people closest to him. It's whether he can mentally uh, go, you know, get through that hardship. Uh, everything on fighting is a me mental game. So mm. the main thing is uh, he'll go through ups and downs. He'll go for fear of losing, uh, wanting to win. And the, the main thing is like when he's, when he's there, it's to weather the storm. Look in his corner. Hopefully he's got a strong enough corner to get him over that. 
Now he wants that 30 and 0 target. Be 29 and 0 if he beats Justin Gaethje. Where would you see him going next? George St. Pierre, uh, St. Pierre, sorry, or, or Conor McGregor rematch? But he's insistent, isn't he, Mark? With this 155 weight limit, he wants everyone to come down to him. Is that realistic? Well, Conor McGregor has been out the picture for a while. What happens, like anything else, you know, it's like time heals all. You start to forget people, and um, he's really if you come back after a period of time, you need to prove yourself first. Hmm. Because when you switch off and you say retire, you know, you train but not as driven. So you're not the same. And you don't want to see a fight where he beats him worse than what he was last time. Hmm. So I think he needs to come in, warm up, and, get, and for his sake, have a warm up fight, prove himself before he goes forward to Khabib. Now, Khabib going for GSP, wow. Because of what GSP did last time against our own guy, Michael Bispin, hmm. that would be a challenge. And uh, I think that would be exciting if it could meet at a good weight. Yeah, does he really? Does Khabib really want it? If he's saying he has to come at one five five, George Saint Pierre is a, a mixed martial arts legend, but he's been at welterweight and uh, above that middleweight as well. Is it realistic to think he'll he'll be able to lose weight at the age of thirty nine to that point? Would it be any? Would you ever expect GSP to do that? Uh, he's a very clever guy. He never really um, pushed himself too much weight cutting or anything like that. Uh, I really do believe that because uh, martial arts and fitness is for life, and mm. uh, where he hasn't punished his body he could still do it he's in good condition I think if he was to make a weight cut knowing what he's like he'll probably assess how he's feeling at the time and if he feels like he's too drained there's too much pressure he'll probably put out for safety yeah. reasons uh, yeah. he's, not, he's not a stupid guy he's very intelligent I, I've listened to him a lot and I think he's one of the most intelligent fighters out there or has been out there how impressed have you been with Justin Gaethje? He had this significant wrestling background, but he's become a bit of a stand-up artist. He's won four on the spin. He dismantled, ultimately, Tony Ferguson back yes. in May, where he counter-punched How have you been with him? He reminds me a lot of uh, my old friend Chuck Liddell, where <laughs> absolutely amazing wrestler, but he just banged people out, knocked them out because... You get paid for it, and also people love it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when you're there wrestling and grinding, you find people sort of like can get bored, but everybody understands a knockout. Mm. And um, I think with that, that's the direction he went, but he got smart with it because after two losses, he's trying to entertain. He realizes now, you know, he's listening to uh, his, his training now a bit more and he's finding out that uh, the, the art of fighting is about winning, but he can still knock him out and be, still be exciting. So he's growing himself. So I think the only downside is he hasn't really used his wrestling to the level of uh, to make it adapt because I believe it's like when you come from a so you've got a kickboxing background it doesn't mean you can be an MMA fighter it doesn't mean you can use it in MMA I've seen mm -hmm. many boxers kickboxers even jiu-jitsu guys they, they get submitted the jiu-jitsu guys the kickboxers get knocked out because <laughs> it's a different different um, so I say different way of using it when you're doing MMA and more to think about, is it? You, you, the yeah. shoot, the attacks on you are different, so the, the attacks from Khabib would be different than Gaethje would be used to necessarily in wrestling. But the only thing I, I've heard uh, when he trains, uh, he's, uh, when, when Gaethje trains, he's, he said that he's always looking for to wrestle differently. He's a different sort of wrestler. He said he always used to be that way. He said he's sharper. He says he's very creative. And that is the thing what's, um, what oh, you know, sort of caught my eye. Saying that he's creative, that means he's not going to be the usual typical wrestler, what Khabib's used to. And in that case, you might pull something out of the bag, which, uh, again, Khabib's not used to. And, if he, and that's, the, that's the way to fight. You can't be just conventional. Because every now and then, every year, you find there's something new in uh, the UFC. Look at that jumping back kick as he caught that leg. There's always <laughs> something new coming out. 
And that is why everybody loves the MMA because it's unpredictable. And if he can do something creatively and show a hole in his game, I, I think that's the way to, to beat him. Yeah, Gaethje, as you say, his offence has typically been striking. He, he said he wants to put on a show. Like you're talking about the, the connection with Chuck Liddell there. Uh, but it, it's an interesting statistic defensively. He's only been on his back in the UFC for 17 total seconds. He's been good at uh, stopping takedown attempts. Do you think that could be crucial? Could he represent a new challenge for Khabib in that? And if he can keep yeah. Khabib from taking him down, how draining could that be for Khabib? That could be potentially great, but has he had people trying to take him down like Khabib? <laughs> Where his team is really, really good. You've got to remember the way he scores everybody, you don't see anybody else do it that way. And to the point where they predict what they're going to be doing, and they still don't stop it. So I think it's the uh, Rick Beam, even if he's failing, he, he, it's just like the grind. He'll keep coming at you, keep till he finds a way. And mm. then that, that, is, that is a secret. The only downside is, is if Gaethje catches him and rocks him. Uh, mind you, though, uh, again, McGregor can knock people out with one punch. He caught, again, he, he caught um, uh, Kabim, but Kabim didn't seem to be that phased by it. That means he's got a really good chin. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, whether he can take it or not, he might get one or two, then he'll wise up. So he's got to be safe at the same time. How key are the, the front kicks, the leg kicks for Gaethje? Because that's been a weapon of his. He's, he, he throws a lot disproportionately, the statistics say, those front leg kicks to the, to the opponent's leg. Could that be a way of unsettling Khabib or is that dangerous because you expose yourself a bit when you do that? 100% dangerous. Uh, last time, I'm not saying, last time I predicted the fight, I've I, I got to admit, beat my own drum, I was on the money. This time, I believe if he does leg kick, it's an opportunity to close him down and take him down. Mm. Now, studying the fight, Gaethje, when he throws, he was making Ferguson miss and he's throwing his wild hooks. Now, when he does it, he's slightly off balance. If he does that with Khabib, he's going to get taken down. Mm. He's got to move more. He can't uh, stay in a pocket. Uh, he's got good head movement, but Khabib is different. He looks for those moments where he can close you down and off balance you. So I think it's going to be harder than what everybody's predicting. They're looking... Um, about a fighter against a fighter on the same level or just a slightly above. But mm -hmm. you can't gauge it until you're fighting the best. And then you, that's why Khabib looks so good because so far above everybody else, it, it, no one seems to sort of like give him a hard fight. Until he's had that hard fight, then we'll know that roughly where his level is at. We haven't mm -hmm. seen it yet. Yeah, Khabib Nurmagomedov, he's got this kind of psychological effect on people, hasn't he? He's intimidating. But how do you approach the, the balance of defence versus attack? Because Conor McGregor's coach, John Kavanagh, said they focused too much on defence. They should have been more offensive against Khabib. What would your advice be to, to Gaethje in that scenario? Because does he have to give Khabib something to think about? Otherwise, it's just a matter of time until he's taken down. Right. I always tell my fighters there's two forms of defence. There's defence... Okay, when you're trying to stop something and the defense, when you throw something at your opponent mm. to allow them to stop them from attacking you because they're more worried about what you're trying to do to them. So he's got to partly defend Khabib, but also put his game on him enough to stop him from being 100% pushing his will on him. So, for mm. instance, if, say he's throwing leg kicks. It's not normal leg kicks. Say he throws uh, the unusual side kicks or front kicks to the leg. That would be safer. And uh, that'll keep him wary. The other thing as well, if he throws the hooks, but not so well, so he's off balance, just to tag him a few times, then he might not be so vulnerable again. And that will stop Khabib from pressing his will on him. But if he just goes out the same way and just, you know, throws leather, trying to knock him out and his balance is off, I think Khabib will capitalise off, 
off it because he's used to that. Gaethje's psychology, when he got the interim title given to him, he threw the belt away after the fight against Ferguson. Does that encourage you that, that he's a man who means business? What did you make of that? The, what he did was the right thing because it keeps you hungry. We suddenly think, yeah, and he's celebrating, I'm the champion. It sort of like, sort of calms you down a bit. It feels mm. like, yes, I know I got there. But there's nothing like believing that you're not there yet. You've got more to prove. It makes you train harder, make you focus more. And this is why, you know, some of the best fighters, it's not about being a title holder. It's about defending it so many times. It's about becoming a, uh, like um, the one of the greatest ever. So they say, mm. right, I've got to get to the 10th fight with the belt. And uh, those sort of um, goals set you to be the, the, some of the greats. Give us a scenario for this big fight then. Khabib fight. against well, give us a, Give us a Khabib scenario, a perfect Khabib scenario of how he wins the fight. Uh, Khabib, I think uh, it'll be pushing forward. He'll, he'll probably stand up, use a few kicks and punches just to draw him in and wait for that counter because he always likes to counter Gaethje. And he'll wait for him to throw. And then is that when Gaethje looks to counter throw, a counter throw with a hook or wild uh, technique, he'll probably catch him. Uh, from there, if he does the leg kick, I think he'll, he'll grab it off there and take him against the cage. I think his goal is to get him against the cage and against the cage then he'll start beating him up and then work for a takedown. I don't think he'll do a takedown straight away. I think he'll beat him up first, control him, which is a standard wrestling. And from there, when he feels the balance is right and the technique's right, because he's very experienced, he'll see the, the opportunity and he'll take him down. And when he gets to the ground, it was just a slow process of something he's done time after time after time. Yeah, sounds terrifying for Gaethje in that scenario. But what about Justin Gaethje? If he is to, if he is to win, how would you see, see it happening for him? Right, last time he had a lot of good head movements. He wasn't too hungry. He didn't come out too wild. Uh, although every time Tony Ferguson threw, he came in with a heavy swings. You'd have to calm that down a little bit, try and pick him out, get his timing right with Khabib. And then when he starts getting that number of, can tag him correctly, then start late, you know, putting some power behind it. Uh, you know, change it up a bit. Might, like I said, he might go to leg. I'll be wary of low kicks. I'll mm. probably want to go to the, the tr traditional new front or side kicks to the knee. That's better. And then open himself up for punches and strikes. But um, be prepared. Definitely, it definitely would be. Be prepared against the cage, how to keep yourself safe and mainly work on escaping. If you get taken down, just make him work. Just keep bouncing up, keep sitting up. Forget everything else, just try and get up. Even if you have to take a hit to get up. But just mm -hmm. don't let Kabeem tie you up when he locks up around your body and locks up that arm because there's nothing else you can do. So the main thing is just keep that distance. When he gets taken to the cage, don't let him close you down. Because that's when it's over. Okay. There's two scenarios for, for both men. What, what do you think is going to happen? Whose scenario is going to win out? Uh, with this one, you can never go against a champion. And like I said, he's, no one's ever seen him. Everybody keeps thinking someone's got his number. But until you see a champion lose, no one really knows what level he's at. Uh, never seen him dig deep. Uh, so I think he's got an undefeated mindset where even when he's on a back foot, he won't quit to the end. So it's mm. either he's going to get knocked out or he's got submitted, which I've, that's rare. Um, that, that is for Khabib. But Gaethje now, he knows what it's like to lose. So he knows he's got to be smart. He's got to be clever. He knows, that, he knows what it feels like when you, you're on a back foot. So he needs to somehow wear him down, try and get Khabib failing a few times. Like I said, he's very good. If he's good enough to stop his takedown, it's to make him gas. Uh, which is going to be hard mm. to do because they're both super fit. Mm. And then nothing worse than when you hit someone, even if someone's got a good chin, if you hit them to the chin with a head, with a punch or kick, 
they definitely go out. Everybody goes out, no matter how, how good a chin you got. Mark, been a, been a pleasure speaking to you as ever. Thank you. Enjoy, enjoy the fight. Catch up again soon. Okay, thanks a lot. Well, Mark Weir, fantastic to speak to you. Thank you for watching this Mixed Martial Arts conversation for Sky Sports. For more content around MMA, head to skysports.com and we'll be back again soon. Goodbye for now. It's been a big positive for me, actually, to speak to Mark Weir. I spoke to him just before lockdown. Coincidentally, someone put me in touch with a guy called Chris Bolton, who's a local photographer who actually has helped bring out the Soul Kind magazine, which Jamie Rudd was on the podcast talking about. And Chris is an MMA participant, trains with Mark Weir, was trained with him, used to follow Mark Weir in his career. He put me in touch with Mark through the podcast before lockdown, about a month before, I think, not long. And then when it happened and I got asked to do some MMA Sky Sports YouTube videos, it was fortuitous because I asked Mark to help do some previews and it's been fantastic at breaking things down. I uh, hope you enjoyed that big match. Khabib Nurmagomedov looking to be undefeated, as Mark says, the Rocky Marciano of MMA. Uh, can he achieve it? It's going to be a challenge against Justin Gaethje, Clash of Stars. And that's, I suppose, the more you explore mixed martial arts is the complexity, the variety of it is working out what's best and striking the boxing skills, because boxing, and can I see why crossovers work better theoretically from MMA to boxing rather than boxing to MMA? Because with boxing to MMA, you're adding a whole lot of arsenal that I think for a pure boxer is hard. Whereas these guys in MMA do train in boxing, all right, they can't dedicate the same time as a boxer would to it. But boxing's an element, the striking, the jab, hooks, uppercuts, whatever it may be with your hands, but also the adding legs, the kickboxing skills, Muay Thai skills, then you add in the sort of ground stuff, the wrestling, the jujitsu. It is a fascinating picture and, and what beats what and, and whether it's the skill or the person. If you see what I mean, does Khabib Nurmagomedov, is it the wrestling skill, is it the discipline, or is it his interpretation of it and his particular skill set, his strength? So it's a fascinating sport and uh, hopefully may the best man win on Saturday on Fight Island. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. If you could rate it on iTunes, always good. Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham, uh, sponsors of the podcast, really helped me keep dedicating time to it. So do check out Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham if you're looking for new TV, new equipment, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be B&O through that company, Serene AV. It can be any other audio, televisual equipment. I'm using words now, which I'm not entirely sure are the correct parlance. Uh, but thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. You can hit me up on social media if you enjoyed it. Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, E-D-D-R-A-P-E-R 81. Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. I guess you can DM them more easily, can you? Possibly. I think that may be the picture. Um, but thank you for listening and I appreciate it. And if you can rate it on iTunes, great. If not, have a great weekend and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you guys. Bye for now.